Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Few Regrets podcast. I am so happy you guys are here. God is good and the world is good. So let us jump right into this episode today. Um, so honestly, okay, we're going to rant a little bit first because my morning has just been absolutely crazy. So first of all, um, I turned 21 like a month ago. I turned 21 a month ago and my license expired. So I obviously I needed to go get a new license. And if you guys are from anyone who's from the Idaho Falls area, you know that the DMV here is just the worst place ever. And I, so I went and got my license renewed about a month ago and a week goes by and I don't get my license. I was like, you know, that's fine. They say like seven to 10 days. So I'm like, okay. So my little brother, he got his license renewed and it took him five days to get it. So I was like, okay, what the heck? Like mine's still not here. I'm like, well, maybe it's because it's an ID. So maybe it takes a while. So I'm like, okay. Um, so then another week goes by and I leave on my trip in like five days. So I was like, okay, I really need my license. So hopefully it comes. And then another week goes by. It's been three weeks and my license still did not come. So I was like, what the heck? So we leave on my trip and I just got back. Yes, two days ago um, or yesterday. I got back yesterday and I was like, my license still didn't come. So they give you like a paper copy of like your picture, your new picture. Cause I did, I get a, I got a new picture. Um, thank heavens. And then it said the date and like my new address. Cause I had moved recently and I look on my address and my address is wrong. And I'm like, Oh no, like this is, this is just fabulous. So I call the DMV and I'm like, hi, like my name's Emily. I, I came in here a month ago and my license to get my license and my address is wrong to the, and he's like, oh, like, okay, well, let's like, let's take a look here. So he's like, so the address we sent it to is, you know, and they told me the address and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not my address. The number's wrong. And he's like, oh, it looks here that you called a couple, like a couple, like last week and changed it. And I'm like, nope. Like I was actually out of town last week. I was, I wasn't in the United States. And so he's like, oh, like, okay. So apparently like something happened and my license got shipped to the wrong address. And so now they have to wait until my license ships back to the Idaho Falls DMV because it is in Indiana right now, which is beautiful. So we do not have a license still. And just when things couldn't get any better, um, literally, I sent a package to one of my good friends um, and it didn't arrive. So, um, and I sent it to Florida. So I was like, okay, well, shouldn't take too long. And I, and I shipped it through the U S like our postal office here in Idle Falls. And, um, I, when I go in, I went, I shipped it two, three weeks ago. So I, uh, I go into the post office and I'm like, here, I'm just sending this to Florida. And she's like, perfect. And, um, she stamps everything and she's like, Hey, you're all good to go. And I was like, beautiful. So I left, 
Um, I didn't get a receipt. I didn't get a tracking number. And honestly, I should have asked, but it didn't even cross my mind to even think about that. But so I I leave and I'm and a week goes by and I call my friend. I'm like, hey, like, have you I sent you a package in the mail? He's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, have you seen anything? He's like, no. It's like, oh, okay, well, just keep an eye out. And he's like, okay, I will. And then another day goes by, another two days go by, nothing. And I'm like, okay, it's been like a week and a half, two weeks. Like, what the heck? And then I go on my uh, my 10-day cruise and I'm like, okay, I get home. I call him yesterday and I'm like, hey, you know, did the package come? He's like, no. So I was like, what the heck? So I go into the post office today and I... And I'm like, hi, like I shipped this package three weeks ago and it still has not come. And she's like, okay, well, do you have your tracking receipt? And I'm like, uh, I never got one. And she's like, oh, okay, well, we can't do anything unless you have a tracking receipt. I was like, well, I never got one. And she's like, oh, well, you're, you were supposed to get one. And I was like, okay. So I was charged for the package. Uh, we have no idea where it is. So for all we know, it could not show up and hopefully it does. Um, and I hope that you get your package soon. You know who you are. So, yeah. Um, anyways, you guys, I am so happy to be here um, talking on the podcast today. I have just been having so many good thoughts. And I've just been wanting to share so many things um, that I had experienced these last couple of weeks being out of the country. Um, and so, the last 10 days, I had the opportunity to visit three countries, which was really cool, um, as well as fly on my first plane. Um, I have been on a plane before, but it wasn't really the whole TSA luggage baggage claim experience. So um, it was definitely an experience that I will never forget. Uh, I've been having an itch to travel for quite a while now, so I felt like I kind of got to scratch that itch a little bit. And I feel very blessed to have seen and experienced what I did and as well as meet some of the most incredible people and come acquainted with cultures that I had never seen before. Um, and I got to do some once-in-a-lifetime things that truly changed my life. And the world is so amazing, you guys. It has so much to offer. So I actually had an episode scheduled today to, uh, or scheduled this week to come out, and I wasn't quite feeling it. So I kind of was like, you know what, what do I want to talk about? And my mind has just been rolling with really good thoughts and really good things that I had just been wanting to share um, these last two weeks while I'd been gone. So um, I kind of wanted to talk about my experience and what my thoughts were throughout that time. Um, so to start off, like I said, in a few episodes ago, I was born in Vegas and I don't remember it a whole lot, but I bring this up because the culture shift from Vegas, you know, Sin City, <laughs> the city that never sleeps, right? To the good old Mormon community of Idaho and Utah that I switched to at a very young age. I was seven. Um, that it, it it made a huge it, like impact on how I view culture for one, um, and people in my church, and now just kind of how I view people, um, in general a little bit actually. So. Um, that was really interesting to think about because, um, most, uh, like I moved to Idaho, like I said, when I was seven and I, and I grew up in a pretty sheltered area 
Um, most of the kids I went to school with all were went to my same church. Um, and my next door neighbor was literally our bishop. Um, and I like I was truly surround, uh, surrounded um, at a pretty young age just with a culture shock that I didn't like. I'm sure like many of you guys can relate to. But also kind of now that we're older, we figured out um, that uh, <laughs> that dare I say uh, is a little bit toxic um and that word is pretty strong um but I truly feel like since I stepped out of my hometown you know I was literally on the other you side or other side of the United States for crying out loud that I have seen so many people in new areas I saw people in extreme poverty I saw people just kind of in a very very different vibe from Idaho and Utah and I'm just saying these two states specifically um, because they are considered home for me and the culture that I have been surrounded in every day for the past 15 years. Um, so, but something that has kind of been on my mind quite a bit, um, that it is portrayed quite heavily for, um, in Idaho and Utah for whatever reason, that if you do not have the best, you know, you don't look the best, you don't say the best things, you don't have the most popular friends or somehow, like, you know, whatever, that you are less of a Christian, for one, and you are too less of a human being. And that's kind of a strong claim here, but I do believe that it is kind of portrayed that way. And I'm a huge why person. Um, I love to know why people do things, why people say things, why things are the way that they are. And this is something that I've struggled uh, with. And why is it portrayed that way? Why is the world especially here in Idaho and Utah, why is it portrayed like this? And it's very hard, um, and it's something that I'm still trying to figure out. And honestly, um, I think what I'm about to say, I feel like, is a little bit vulnerable for me, but I do believe that sharing your feelings and your raw thoughts and kind of just things that are important to you causes um, good connection and good friendships and good bonds. So honestly, and if if anyone asks me anything, I'll I'll tell you anything you want to hear. But some like you guys, I I'm a judgy person, um, and I mean that's I feel like we all are with things. You know, like we all have faults and we all judge people. But and I was I was I was thinking I was like, was it because I was raised in a highly populated religious area? No, it wasn't. And was it because I had parents who were judgy or who were not judgy? Or was it because I had family or friends who were judgy? No. Um, It's an Emily problem, and I've been desperately trying to work on it. But I believe that you are what you surround yourself with. And you are what who you surround yourself with. Like, And the more that you do something, like the more it becomes a habit, the more uncomfortable um, and hard it is. For you to stop doing something. And I have nothing bad to say about anyone that I've ever come in contact with. Genuinely, I have learned so many valuable lessons from so many amazing people. Um, although I was surrounded by people in school and work and even church that caused me to shift my belief on what makes someone a good person or kind of what their worth is attached to. So my challenge to myself these last couple months um, is to see something in someone every day that is just different than the way I was raised to see people who aren't of my faith. 
Um, and my poor parents, they're probably like, uh, awesome. I raised a cool judgy kid. It's my fault. No, that's not the case. You guys are awesome. Um, but I do believe, you know, like friends and family, they do have an influence on what we say or do. They have impacts. That's awesome. But it, it's up to us to choose how we act for ourselves, what we say and, you know, what we stand up for. Um, and like I said, it's hard to stop doing something that you've done for so long. And like, I kind of, I, I do want to back myself up a little bit. I think, um, I don't purposely think horrible things about people. You guys, I'm not like, you know, that per- person's absolutely disgusting or, you know, so-and-so they're so weird. They're never going to go anywhere in life. Like, no, that's, that's not, I don't do that. But you guys, I literally caught myself in the airports looking around to see what brands people were wearing or not wearing because, you know, a brand decides someone's worth no not at all and like for me I do like quality things um and I think you're gonna if you're gonna buy something nice you're, you're gonna get what you pay for although I am a cheapskate um except okay I will say this invest in good shoes your feet and your lower back will thank you um I come in like I have people who, like, my clients who come in, they're like, oh, my back hurts so bad, and they show up with $4 shoes from Walmart, and I'm like, okay, well, here's your first problem, you know, so do, please invest in good shoes. Anyways, I, I don't buy things full price, okay? I thrift my clothes. I literally work in a consignment type of store that buys and sells, you know, clothes that are, um, used clothes, and, you know, sometimes people will bring in, you know, Lululemon, Patagonia, North Face, or these nice brands, whatever, and I'll buy it um, because the clothes are, first of all, $80 to $100 cheaper. And second, I feel confident buying the clothes because I feel comfortable in them. I feel like they're flattering on me and it's a plus that they will last. Do I flash my Lululemon logo everywhere I go so that everyone knows that I spent all this money buying $150 leggings? No, absolutely not. But that is thing like that is something that happens. And you guys, I literally will never pay that much money for a pair of leggings if they're 20 bucks. Yeah, I'll buy them for sure. They're cute, they're good quality. But literally, I was I realized like walking around not even just in the airport, but just in stores or wherever I go or wherever I went, that I was secretly hoping that people saw me wearing my $200 pairs of shoes or, you know, my my nice champion sweatshirt or my nice Lululemon sweatshirt that they thought I fit in. Because why? Because that's what I feel is important when I'm around these areas. And I that is something that I feel like is kind of becoming a huge thing. And it's, I mean, really becoming it's been a thing for a while kind of especially in Idaho and Utah and in actually some areas of Arizona uh, as well as talking to some of my friends who live there um but I it's it's something that I've kind of been passionate about recently just thinking about why people are so invested in associating people's worth with first of all what car they drive what brands they're wearing. Oh, if they have this, like, okay, you guys, Cotopaxi, if you are a climber, you're outdoorsy, even like in Owl Sporting Goods in here in Idle Falls, we have Cotopaxi. It's a great brand, outdoor brand. The backpacks are literally $100 to $200 each, like the tiny ones. And we were in the Salt Lake Airport in this family of like seven, in the like babies, like the five-year-old, six-year-old kids, they all had like $200 Cotopaxi backpacks. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, they're probably so rich. Like, they're just buying all this stuff just to show everyone that, no, Emily, why were you even thinking that in the first place? They're good quality backpacks. My literal brother next to me had one. He was wearing his. So, I was like, you know, (laughs) but I was just like, why am I associating people's worth and how much money they make because they're wearing an expensive brand. Maybe they're wearing it because it lasts. Like I had my Patagonia backpack on and I love that backpack. I've had it for three or four years. It's my favorite thing. It's lasted so long. Um, it's so cute and I, I love it. Do I wear it everywhere to show everyone that I have Patagonia? No, I buy it because it's good, but I just think it's, it's kind of crazy to me just how like important even me, like I'm exposing myself here, like just how much I think about other people and what they're wearing or what they're, you know, because that is what their worth is. Like that's what associates that. Anyways, sorry. Okay. I went on a little tangent there, but I I feel I was on a roll there for a second and it needed to be said, but the culture shock was real. I left my safe little hometown of Idaho Falls and it was, it was very eye-opening And like I said earlier, I had the opportunity to visit some amazing places the last 10 days. And it was amazing with just how genuine and just authentic the people are who just do not have a lot. And I got to go to Jamaica. Um, So I got to go to Jamaica, Haiti, and the Bahamas. And, And when we arrived to the first area in Jamaica, like when you get off the boat, it was, it was just so nice. Um... It was, it was a little bit of, like, a touristy place, honestly. And it was really cool. It was super pretty. Um, but then we took a, a sketchy old van <laughs> to, um, the, like, go into the city a little bit, go up into the mountains of Falmouth, and that's where we were. And that's the city that – it was just crazy. When you When you go in, you see just, like, poverty. And you see these people who have had their homes ruined – um, excuse me. <coughs> I am sick. <coughs> I got sick while I was traveling. But you see these people who had their homes ruined with no food, you know, like no. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. <coughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. I literally was about to die there for a second. I was having a coughing attack. Woo! But we are back now. And we are good. But like I was saying, you, um, (laughs) you, we were driving up into the city and that's where we got to see all these poverty, all this poverty and these people who had their homes ruined, literally no food. You know, they're homeless. There was just people all over the side of these highways just trying to get people to, like, take them places their clothes were just so sad and there was animals just with super skinny animals just like all over the road goats and dogs and just kind of whatever and then like you have these people who live their lives in these like stores and these shops that are trying to convince a you know like a a white american woman to buy a three dollar bracelet so that they can provide for their families and it's just crazy And we got to ride horses on the beach there, and the trail that we were on, we saw these three men working on a house, and I'm guessing they were just doing construction, trying to build it, but they had their kids, who were probably no less than five with them, and you guys, they were the cutest things ever. They had no shoes on, no shirts, but they were just so happy to see us. They were so kind, 
And you guys, like, they were just so cute. I wanted to just die. Just good, genuine smiles. And the presence about them was just amazing. And I felt this insane amount of love for these people working so hard with just such little materials to work with. And yet they show up. They make the world go round no matter how small their contribution is. And I felt almost guilty riding by them because I didn't want them to think that I was thinking I was better than them because I was doing this excursion that I was on. And I wanted to go kick the ball around with these little boys. You guys, they were the cutest and they were just so beautiful. And I was having the absolute time of my life. Like, don't get me wrong, because if you know me, you know I love horses. And I got to swim with this beautiful horse in the water and it was literal heaven. But I couldn't help but think and have these thoughts in the back of my head that I just was so insanely grateful that I almost like didn't even want to be experiencing what I was experiencing because I felt a little bit guilty. It was wild. Um, but I do, I am very grateful for that opportunity. It very opened my mind just how blessed I am um, to be doing the things that I was doing. And then, so, okay, so another thing, you guys, that I learned while traveling is people are on missions, first of all. They are, they have places to be and they are not going to be nice all the time and things aren't going to go the way you planned and that's okay. Um, though I, I was listening to one of my friend's podcasts and he's like, he said something that I, I loved and I'm going to steal it. So he said, the world stops for no one. And I completely agree. And I didn't really like realize that living in Idaho, um, you know, like, I'm used to the little Idaho Falls traffic where no one uses their horn. And if someone does honk at me, I low-key get sad and kind of offended. But you guys, the Florida, for example, I I was in Florida for like three days before and no mercy, you guys. Like, it came, they would lay on their horn, flip you off, cuss you out. And it's crazy. Like, and guess, they, they don't even care. Like... They have places to be, people to see, you know, people to talk to you, and they literally don't care if you are already going 10 over the speed limit. They have stuff to do, and they will just, it was crazy, you guys. It was honestly so funny. Um, and I just, I loved this experience because I've never been anywhere, really. The furthest away I've been um, was Washington, D.C., and I don't travel a whole ton, um, but I've been really wanting to. So like this opportunity I had to go travel and do stuff was just so amazing and it was so cool. But you guys, the world is beautiful, but it's very busy. And I learned for me and my weaknesses that I truly needed to be humbled. And this trip totally did that for me. Um, I was to walk, I was talking with one of my friends, you know, like right before we left, just how much gratitude can change your life if you let it. And he was saying, you know, like, Emily, like, I could be having the worst day, but if I think of five things that I have to be grateful for, then it changes my whole perspective for the rest of the day. And, you know, he was naming off some examples, you know, just as simple as the phone call we were on and a smile from a stranger, family, you know, your food, friends, like, good place. And he was just, like, a lot of the times he's like, that doesn't seem like enough or it's not satisfying. But when you take a step back, you guys, and you realize just how blessed you are, to be living in a country, despite all of its faults and flaws, it is everything to us. And some people do not have the freedoms we do to be able to hop on a plane, go horseback riding on the beaches of Jamaica. Like, they were literally watching us do this. Like, they have to watch 
And it literally, it put into perspective for me just how blessed I am that I have the opportunity to do the things that I do. And I'm just, I was so grateful. Um, so thank you guys for letting me open up a little bit today. I wasn't expecting a deep dive into the vulnerable side of my mind today, um, but I'm glad I did. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. I've been wanting to kind of interact with you guys a little bit more. Um, so reach out to me. You guys text me or call me if you have my number. I love when people call me. Um, I am taking a break from social media right now. So if you do DM me through Instagram, um, I will not be able to respond. I do check it every so often on my computer, but um, I do have Facebook Messenger still. So if you want to text me through that or if you have my number or anything, just let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. So um, another thing, I have been releasing my episodes at, uh, every Wednesday in the mornings, but I want to start doing Few Regrets Fridays so that everyone knows when I release my episodes. So it'll be Few Regrets Fridays every Friday at 10 a.m. So, kind of want to just throw that out there. Keep on the lookout for the episode. This week's episode is going up on Wednesday, which is today already when you're listening to this or whenever you're listening to this. Um, so, this episode is this week, but next week it will be on Friday. So, I'm really excited. Anyways, you guys, I challenge you. Go out. Do something nice for someone today. You know, be a good human. And I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.